Welcome to another edition of Spin on Golf here on uh, 760 WJR. So glad you could join us, whether you're in the listening audience or uh, if you are watching us on StreamYard and, and Facebook right now. And you're, you're going to have to excuse me because my attention is going to be diverted a little bit here tonight because this big, beautiful trophy is sitting next to me. And I asked the guy that earned this trophy if he has been staring at this trophy as much as I've been staring at this beautiful trophy for the last 10 minutes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a guy that uh, we were talking about uh, a lot last week, James Pyatt, kindly joining us here with his beautiful go green, go white hat on as well. <laughs> Let me get that out there. Uh, James, I, I don't even know what to say to you. It's like royalties in the house. Or Do I bow? Do I curtsy? Now, congratulations. I mean, honestly, what a, what an awesome awesome accomplishment you had and I, I can't even imagine what this past week has been like for you yeah thank you so much for having me on it's uh yeah it's been a hectic week i was just saying you know the thing i i, I like doing the most is just hitting balls practicing and playing 18 holes i'm like you know that's that's uh, all i need in life and then with all this going on you know being out here today we've been out at fox hill since about three o'clock today just uh you know, having uh, kind of uh, friends, family gather here. So it's been it's been cool doing a lot of stuff like this, and uh, it's been a fun week. What was the experience like for you? I told you off the air, I, uh, there were so many people like me. I kid you not, I'm watching last Sunday. You have no idea who I am. I'm screaming at the television. <laughs> Come on, James. I mean, uh, did, has that hit you yet? How many people around here were, were just all in on you? Has that hit you yet? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, just, uh, seeing, you know, the support from text messages flowing in and, uh, all the videos and stuff I've seen online and, you know, all the comments it's been, uh, it's been crazy, but, uh, yeah, I can't believe it. It's awesome to see kind of the Michigan community gather around and, uh, support me. So throwing out a pitch at a Tigers game the other night, like getting a call like that, it's been crazy to see the people who noticed. So I, I still can't believe it. What was that like? I mean, since you brought that up, I, you know, I, I, for people that don't know, on Thursday, James had the honor of throwing out the first pitch. And, of course, here's the obligatory joke. The way the bullpen was that day, James would have been an upgrade. But what was that experience <laughs> I heard like? that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was awesome. It was more nerve-wracking than the opening tee shot of the USM. I'm not even going to lie. It was, uh, you know, because I was like, you know what? At least I'm kind of skilled at golf. I haven't played baseball in years. So I'm, like, sitting there. I was like, all right, don't throw it in the dirt. Don't throw it in the dirt. And all my buddies are over there. They're sitting behind the plate already. Like, them. Yeah, they're ready. They're, they're throwing odds on if I hit the dirt or not. I know they were betting on it. So, uh yeah, it was a fun experience to start the day there. <laughs> James Pyatt kindly joining us. You know, James, I, I, all kidding aside, it's very rare that uh, BC is without words, but there were a few times last week that this guy couldn't even say anything. He was so happy. Talk about your relationship with both these guys to my right, uh, Jordan and, and BC, and how much that's meant to you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I've been out here at Fox Hills uh, since I was a young tyke. I started working with Scott Wilson. He was a Fox Hill guy before uh, even Jordan was here, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, I worked with Jordan for a little bit after Scott took off. And uh, I remember he used to work with me and my brother at the same time once in a while. And, uh, you know, he kind of just got us going in the right direction. And uh, BC, he's just uh, – 
he's been out here for forever as far as uh how long we work together keep making this joke all week we still don't know the specific date on how long it's been 10 to 12 years and somewhere in that range at least or 12 or more maybe yeah. i don't know give or take you know but uh no it's been phenomenal having the support system of them and fox hills behind me and uh incredibly blessed to have met both of these guys and uh you know, BC's uh, experience definitely is uh, something that you look upon as a, a student. You know, this guy knows what he's talking about and can get you to the next level. So it's been great working with him. Jordan, you brought up a, an interesting point last week, and I think you just brought it up uh, when you were chatting with Chris. I, I, I was talking, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the boys over on the other side. But as you were watching the match last week, you, you said there was a moment for you where where you literally said they don't know. James Pyatt. Can you share that story? Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of time has been spent with BC, and I've certainly kind of been sitting back watching James and cheering him on for a long time, and I, I know his demeanor. I talked to Casey a lot, too, and know how he's been playing the last number of years, and he doesn't quit, and he's a bulldog, and um, you know, when Bowens made that comment that, that James was in a really tough spot, and he wasn't sure he's going to be able to come back from this, that was like the trigger that I just looked over at Brian and I said, did you hear what he just said? And he said, no. And I said, well, he told me he doesn't have a chance. And that's perfect. I mean, it was like a jinx. And James, and I looked up and I saw James, like he almost heard him. He had a smile on his face on 10 and he, you know, he birdies 10. And I just, he just kept winning holes. I lost track of where he was and how many holes were left. Right. I just said, he just won that hole again. I asked Brian about 10 times in the last, the half hour what hold they on what hold they on what hold they on i i lost track i just couldn't i went just keep winning holes and keep going and then finally said jordan they got two holes left i'm like good let's just tie this one or win this one and get it done with and uh the rest is history yeah it was um i don't know i get, I get emotional thinking about it still um <laughs> it yeah pretty special kid to me that's all i can say yeah. and, and he always has been and you know it's just like we said, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you notice stuff or how do you know this is different? And I, I don't know, you, you could say it's different now, but it, it always was, you know, and I always said that the, his coaches in, uh, in high school, he said, no, just leave him alone. This kid's different. You know, coach Anderson or coach Williams, you know, he wants to drive around nine at Indian Wood. I'd say, just leave the kid alone. It's who he is. He wants the number one club in his hand. Let him yeah. hit the number one club. Cause I said, this kid's different. Just leave him alone. He's different for some reason. And I didn't know good, bad, or in, it was good, but the kid was different. And, and I always just felt like, you know, I see James over there on the range. I always peeked out and made sure he's doing okay. Or, you know, it was just a really special kid to me. That's all I can say. James, what's next for you? I mean, I mean, this has been a whirlwind of a week. What, where's your mindset? What are you thinking about next? What's next for you? Uh, just thinking about the college season and getting ready to uh, get back to East Lansing. That's uh, obviously one of my favorite spots to be at and uh, missing college golf with my teammates. Last year with the shortened season, we only play in the spring. We usually play fall, spring. So uh, just looking forward to getting back to the college golf grind and uh, being back with the boys. So uh, about a week and a half, two weeks now before we teed up for our first event. You know, speaking of Michigan State, <laughs> Radio Pro. Do you see that? <laughs> radio <laughs> Pro right there. Everybody's learning very fast. Um, you you got a, uh, a pretty special phone call from, I, I mean, arguably the most famous Spartan ever, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. It's not Bubba Smith. <laughs> <laughs> 
tell everybody about that phone call. Yeah, so uh, I was just checking my voicemail actually uh, the other night, and uh, I started freaking out. I listened to this voicemail from an unknown number, and then uh, I listened to it. It starts off, "Hey James, it's Magic Johnson." I'm like, "Magic Johnson?" I'm like, "He just called me." So uh, yeah, I uh, missed Magic's phone call unfortunately, but uh, now you know I got a sweet voicemail from it, so that's something you know to keep for the rest of my life. So. Uh, I got that if you guys want to hear it. I think, oh, I think we definitely need to yeah. get that, right? <laughs> Hopefully it works. Right? Okay, all right. Here we Cue go. it up. Cue it up. Cue it up. Here we go. Hey, James, this is Magic Johnson from one Spartan to another, from one champion to another. I just want to say congratulations on your golf amateur championship win. Um, you put us on the map, the Spartans on the map with this historical victory in golf. And uh, I just wanted to congratulate you from all Spartans all over the world, man. You really just did an outstanding job. And I just want to say congratulations, okay? God bless you. And uh, I can't wait to where your golf game is going to take you. Uh, all Spartans will be following you forever. So good luck to you. Okay. God bless. <laughs> How oh, sticky oh, cool is that? <laughs> Unbelievable. It, no, it's not like a cameo, right? Yeah. You didn't pay him. Imagine Johnson yeah. called him, right? That's pretty Dude. Cool. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I, I listened to that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I missed that call. But he, he called from a star 67 number. So, unfortunately, I can't call him back. You know, which is probably which is probably valid because I probably would have called him about four times by now. Just saying, hey, what's going on, man? Yeah. Irv, James, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Hey, man, you remember me, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe like last night at East Lansing, right? Yeah. How many times have you listened to that? I've, I've listened to it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. I can't say enough about it. It, it was Mike, you were even telling the story about how, uh, you know, where, where you're at. Mm -hmm. uh, so many of the kids were watching this. Oh, yeah. and, I mean, literally, I mean, this is not just James It's not just old guys like us. It's guys your age, it's guys younger mm -hmm. than you. Mike, as you were saying, we're, we're just all in on James five. Yes. A whole bunch of Catholic central, uh, people over at Walnut Creek, all around the tent yelling and screaming and, mm -hmm. We had it playing on the computer, and it was so much fun. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. cool. That's, that's awesome. cool. <laughs> well, more with James Pyatt. He brought this beautiful trophy out here, too. My goodness gracious, it's <laughs> this thing. Some of these names on here. I, I've heard a few, a few of these guys. Yeah, I, let's I, I, read a couple of those on. Uh, there, there's Phil McCalson. Oh, okay. McCalson. Nice. nice. Uh, some Tiger Woods. Familiar yeah. with his game yeah. at all? there's a few on yeah, there. There's a, there's, as a matter of fact, I see his name one, two, three three times yeah, oh, look, yeah, yeah look in 1962 that guy jack nicholas oh. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been all right oh, yeah. well tiger won in 96 and then won the masters the very next year no pressure james no, <laughs> no pressure god i can't no believe pressure. that just came up yeah that was great <laughs> okay we gotta go more spin right. on golf next 760 wjr Welcome back in. So glad you could join us. Another edition of Spin on Golf. We are at uh, beautiful Fox Hills tonight. Uh, a pleasure to have James Pyatt with us. A pleasure to have this beautiful trophy to my left. Uh, for those of you that are watching on StreamYard, and it's a pleasure to catch up with this guy. Uh, he is the coach up at Michigan State. We've chatted with him before. Casey Lubon kindly joining us here on Spin on Golf. First of all, Casey, really appreciate you taking the time. Let's just start here Take us back to last Sunday. 
Where were you watching this? I, I kind of describe what this whole process was for you as, as you watched uh, one of your boys get it done on the biggest stage. Well, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Great to be with a bunch of friends here tonight. Um, it was actually, to be honest with you, I was probably on my phone more texting everyone else, uh, especially BC uh, mm -hmm. throughout. But, uh, you know, the the coolest parts for me will always be him and I had breakfast together and seeing the calm look in his face. And then the, the hours afterwards, um, watching this all settle in for for him and what he did and being ready for the biggest moment of his life and, and seizing that opportunity. Um, you know, some of the most special things I'll ever do in my career, I did in one day, um, was just so proud of him. He's worked his tail off, as all you guys know, uh, just grinds every day. And your ceiling is only as limited as you think it is. And apparently he's got more to go because he uh, went right past the finish line there. And I can't wait to see what he does next. You know, it's interesting that you say that because both of the guys to my right, both Jordan and, and BC, uh, they've known James. They they knew that there was another gear there. You said his eyes just never change. Can you elaborate on that? Can you can you you know expand on that? And let people know what you meant by that. I mean, did you did you just know looking at him? Okay, the kid's ready to go. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Dan Ellis, our associate head coach, called Thursday night. And he said, you better get out here right away. He's going to do something special. So I got in the car Thursday night and Friday morning, you know, when he played a great match in the round of 16, um, you see confidence in someone's demeanor and how they carry themselves and, and what's going on. And until, you know, all the way through Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, he was great in the semifinals. And even when he was two or three down on, you know, we got to three down on Sunday, I, the expression never changed. Like he was just waiting. He was patient. It was going to come. Um, I was a nervous wreck. I'm sure <laughs> we all were. <laughs> First thing, but I, I went in the clubhouse and had to gather myself, like you know, just for a couple of minutes, and let him figure it out. And, and once he made that swing on ten, I know uh, I, I just had this weird feeling, like this kid's not changing. He still believes in what he's doing. He still knows the other guys trying to win a U.S. Amateur. I think Dan Ellis said something pretty cool to him on 10T, like, hey, just remember this kid's trying to win the U.S. Amateur as well, um, so it's going to be hard on him. And he never deviated from what he believed was going to happen. And, boy, all the things we do in life, it's so special. Whether he wins or loses at that point, to, to see someone stick to, stick to their guns and believe in themselves. Yeah. James, did, you know, as we talk about this from the outside looking in and you're actually in the space and going through this, are you aware of all this? I mean, are you aware that like, hey, I, I, I got this. I got this guy where I want him. I know you don't want to be three down, but you're mm -hmm. like, it's okay. You're going to shoot four under. I'm going to get him nervous. I'm going to take advantage and bounce past him and take care of this. Yeah, my thought process, uh, I felt like I was playing a, him too much as opposed to thinking about how I was playing myself in match play. I feel like a lot of times you get caught up thinking about your opponent too much and uh after I missed that putt for par on nine to go three down, I kind of took a step back and walk into 10 and I was like, you know, you're, you're a million over par right now. It's kind of what I said to myself internally. I go, this just, this isn't you. And I know, you know, you're thinking about being three down in the back of your head, but my thought was, you know, I got to play better golf. That's really what it was. And, uh, I wasn't worried of, I just had a goal four under par in the back nine. 
which is uh, at Oakmont, that's a tough task. But uh, I said, you know, if you do something like that, there's a good chance you're going to win, or at least if I do that and don't win, I'm going to walk away and say, you know what, this is a great day still. So uh, I kind of just focused on the process there in the back nine and took it mm -hmm. one shot at a time. And I'm sure you were feeling the wave kind of, you were just kind of riding the wave there as wins started happening. And next thing you know, you're, you're two up. And you mentioned it earlier. You're like, holy crap, I'm, I'm two up. And then <laughs> did, did it change a little bit or was it still the same? <laughs> yeah. No, you know, as weird as it sounds, you're almost more comfortable when you're down at Oakmont than when you're up, because when you're down, you know, you know, that guy's thinking about, uh, the USAM, you know, winning yeah. it and, uh, any given hole, you could lose your momentum, just hit in one of those big bunkers. So it's, uh, like he did on that one cross yeah, bunker. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I made a few birdies and, you know, put some pressure on him, but also at the same time, he had some, uh, loose swings mm -hmm. and the couple uh short game mishaps so it was uh just kind of in the back of my head i was like let's just play your game put some pressure on them and then uh once i kind of got two up with three to play it was it turned into oh crap i'm actually up right now <laughs> yeah. so it, it kind of it did shift a little bit i think it's you are you are more comfortable when you're losing i hate to say it, but it's uh i was just like you know let's make some good swings and get it to the house so it was a phenomenal feeling bc was looking over at me and we were sitting there watching he's like Holy crap, he's too up right now. I go, I go, I know how many holes are left. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> it's so funny to hear James. Hey, Casey, yeah. I, I'll, I'll throw this at you. Maybe a field trip's in order. He mentioned Oakmont twice, and I'm thinking to myself, kid's a member at Oakmont now. Like, come on, yeah. hey, are, are you guys having a field trip or something, Casey, taking the boys out to Oakmont? Oh, I think they should put it on his tab. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to put everything on James's tab. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a couple years, he'll have you out there, right? Uh, you know, I don't know if I want coach at my club. My club. My club. No, no, I'm just messing around. I keep telling people, I go, I don't believe it either. You know, coming from Fox Hills, I've always been a public course golfer my whole life. And uh, say, you know, you're a member at Oakmont now is uh, the biggest blessing ever. So uh, we'll see how often I get over there. I don't really know how the, the full membership thing works yet, but uh, just uh, extremely blessed, though, to be uh, call myself that. <laughs> That's awesome. James Pye and Casey Luban uh, joining us. It's funny, Casey, before you joined us, I, I don't know if you were on yet, but, you know, I asked James what's next after this whirlwind, and he's thinking about the Spartan season. I mean, it was a year, as we talked to you uh, about before. You can't even describe what this past year was like, but uh, it, it seems like maybe some normalcy is coming back as you guys get to prepare uh, for the upcoming season. Yeah, it certainly feels like it. You know, the last players, uh, once we get James out of suburban Detroit, get him back here up to East Lansing, the last players are here now. We're six days away from our first practice. Um, you know, our freshman was playing at Country Club of Lansing this week. He was 11 under through 15. So I'm already telling Piet he's about to lose a spot to a freshman. Um, you know, we're... we're, we're, we're uh, based on a Big Ten championship. And, and more importantly, you know, we talked about Oakmont. Like, I'll take the team out this fall. Whenever they put the thing on the wall, you know, where it says Sarazen and Sneed and Hogan and Nicholas and all the great names, when it, when it says Pyatt, I'm going to take them out there so they can dream along with us, right? Here's That's a kid awesome. who, who uh, dreamed bigger than maybe anyone has and to show them that they, they could do something like this. So uh, we're really excited. Big schedule. Uh, big tournaments, obviously a lot of coaches calling and excited to have the U.S. Amateur Champion in their field. 
But, uh, you know, I think he's ready to get back to work, too, if I'm not mistaken, and, and, and keep getting better. This is massive for James. It's massive for the state of Michigan. But what does this do for the Michigan State Golf Program? How could you even, you know, quantify what this does for your program, Coach? Yeah, I don't know. It's never happened before. So <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's a golf school now, yeah. apparently. Well, I've talked to Tommy Bell more in the last five days than I have in the last 10 years. Obviously, he's very about it. You know, I think it it shows it shows that you can be an elite player playing at a northern school. And that was a commitment we made to James four years ago. Is we were going to get on a plane every Friday and go to Florida and practice and, and build $10 million worth of facilities. We got a new facility that's just about finished here where he's going to be working on his uh, – 225 yards in end game. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to have a huge impact. But more importantly, if, if, you know, I'm sure BC and Jordan, all you guys agree, over the last four or five days, my pride has been how this young man is handling this. He's probably handling it way better than I am, probably better than Coach Ellis, um, the rush of texts and emails. And he's, he is a great human being, you know, who just happens to be a U.S. amateur champion. So I hope that impact as we recruit the next James Pyatt will be. Well, no. Well, the good thing about this case is like, because <clears throat> I know the kid and um, I got to stop calling him a kid, but I know this young man pretty well and and he just wants to play golf and he wants to play really well for Michigan State this year himself. Yes, but Michigan State, you know, going out and um, hopefully a Big Ten title and beyond that. So I, I know it's really important to him um, and it's important that he's with his teammates and and I, I know he's going to do great. That's Never my worry, but um, it, 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 it's it's in his heart to do well for Michigan State. I know that. Well, I appreciate that, BC. It is. He's a loyal Spartan, uh, but now he's amongst the legends of Michigan State. Magic Johnson's calling him. You know, uh, you know that's a pretty big name around here. We're all celebrating with him, but also going to keep pushing him to be what he wants to be in life, uh, you know, and uh, winning a championship. First of all, getting a degree from mom. It's very yep. important, you know, a finance degree at a great finance school, great business school. So we're going to take these things one day at a time like he does everything. And I'm actually I'm probably excited about it just as much as he is. Just get back here and go back to our routine a little bit, too. Talk about that routine a little bit before the season starts up. I, I know you're getting all the boys back and everything. What does the next few weeks entail uh, for your squad? Well, I'm sitting here with one of our assistant coaches, Chad Carmel, who's a great player in Michigan as well. And we're uh, going through equipment and, and uh, you know, finishing final travel plans. But uh, we're going we're gonna to start the UP September 4th is our practice rounds are actually our first tournament. Um, and just going back to, to grinding this out, we got so many big opportunities ahead of us, um, you know, that we're in the facility we're dedicating – September 24th. Our women are getting Big Ten championship rings on Sunday. James is going to bring the Havermeyer Trophy. You know, we're, we're going to celebrate with the people who made this possible first. All the donors, all the fans, all the alumni. And then we're going to go back and get the next trophy. Awesome. Well, go green. Looking forward to it. I think everybody's going to be watching. Everybody's going to be pulling for you. And uh, Coach, really appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck. There are worse places to be than the UP in the first week of September. That's for sure. I love it up there. Great time of year. Best of luck to you guys. And once again, go green, Coach. Go Casey Lubon kindly joining us here. Spin on golf on a Sunday night. So glad you could join us.
right here on 760 WJR. You know, this guy, if this whole golf thing doesn't work out, he's got a future in, in the communications business as well. Uh, you're sharp. You're quick. Uh, you were quick to give it back to not only BC, but coach as well. So, you know, look us up. If this golf thing doesn't work out, wink. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, you're, you're a natural at this. You're comfortable. You know, a lot of times you have to twist a guy's arm to get some some answers and everything. You, you, you're comfortable doing this, aren't you? Uh, I wouldn't say comfortable, but I keep telling people, I'm like, my only goal this week is, you know, get through all this and then don't say anything stupid. So fingers crossed, <laughs> fingers crossed right now. We, we haven't done it, but I'm sure it's going to happen. So, uh, I'm just, uh, waiting for that moment to happen. But, uh, you're, you're heading out to, uh, I, I was hearing during the break, you're heading out to, to Gibby's golf outing tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we'll be at Wingate tomorrow. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, Another Spartan. Did you, did you hear from Gibby yet? Have you yeah, had yeah. He called me up uh, the other night, and he was like more of a fan talking to me. I'm like, dude, you're like, oh, I mean, not like you are a legend. I'm like, dude, it's <laughs> yeah. And so there, yes, Mr. Gibson. He's like, dude, come on. <laughs> That's great. Hey, before we let James go, uh, you know, all you guys, BC, Jordan, Mike, uh, anything you you, you want to say to him? Because this is, uh, I can't put into words what this means to golf around here and and honestly i hope you understand that like this is it's your win but it's our win if that makes sense and it's it's pretty cool everybody felt that way but bc we'll start with you well I, the only thing i got you know to say to james any advice i have i, I know he's going to keep trying to get better I, I just know him as a person and um and if he ever slips up i'll kill him <laughs> but that that's about it i mean I, i'm not concerned about james um uh, I just, uh, I just want him to remember what it felt like, what it smelled like. Smell the roses along the way, because some of the mistakes I made in the past was just went by so fast and I missed it. Um, hug that trophy, hug your family, and don't remember that. Don't forget about that time with your family at the USAM, and then, and they've been there the whole time. It's not like they haven't been there. Everyone's been there, and um, you're doing the right things, and I'm proud of you. Thank you. I mean, nobody can ever take that away from you. That moment, all of that, and just extremely proud. That's that's all I have to say. Thank you. Yeah. Mike? Yes, you have. We've talked. You've inspired a lot of kids I know. Mm -hmm. And uh, pretty special, James. Thank Great you so job. much. Thank Great you. Job. I really appreciate it. Uh -huh. When does your name go on this trophy, by the way? Uh, so they're engraving, there's a base it goes on and, uh, right now they're engraving that. So that one only gets up to 2011, I think it's yep. the last year. Yep. So, um, they're engraving the one right now that has DeChambeau and a couple of, uh, nice names on it as well. And they, they said they'll be shipping it to my house along with the case. So right now, uh, we're a little liable for the trophy breaking, but once that case gets in, we'll, we'll feel a lot better. <laughs> but, uh, I told someone the only goal is just to not have it stolen. That's all I'm worried about right now. <laughs> If it breaks, you know, it's obviously horrible, but, uh, you know, it'd be quite a story, but, uh, no, it's, uh, uh yeah, gotta keep this thing in my sight at all times. That's just, uh, there's going to be another pretty nice name it's on there in the cool. name of James Pyatt. I, mean, I appreciate it's that. It's awesome. This Thank is, so this much. is, this thing's so beautiful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we were driving up as well, there's a big sign in, in front of Fox Hills, uh, celebrating the U S amateur open champion, James Pyatt. It's a pleasure to talk to him and keep representing, man. Seriously, not only the green and the white, but uh, the state of Michigan, because we're all behind you.
Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Really appreciate you coming out. James Pyatt, uh, awesome to have him here. Uh, no doubt about that. So much other uh, stuff going on in the world of golf. But uh, right now, my my brain isn't thinking yeah. of anything because uh, we have the U.S. Amateur yeah. Open champion to my left. And yeah. this trophy that, that now he tells me they're double. I haven't touched it because I'm afraid I'll clutch it up and everything. So I know I'm uh, trying to get you to turn it around and see some of the names that you won't it. touch. I'm it. not touching oh, it. Go for it. I, yeah. <laughs> Not not gonna happen. Like I, I'm not gonna be the guy to blame. I, just not Typical Habs fan just yeah. thinks right, he's gonna break something. Stanley all the time. Cup rules, right? Yeah, right. Jeez. Yeah, I, I, Cup rules. I didn't no. earn it. I That's didn't right. earn the right. Yeah. So James Pye earned the right, though. Uh, that is absolutely beautiful. You see on Twitter the other day where we're out of Prestwick and James. I just wanted to see how he was swinging. He was kind enough to give me a few minutes just so I could talk to him one on one for a minute and just yeah, just. Hopefully he took it all in and whatever, but um, he started hitting chip shots over the trophy. I'm like, geez, dog, <laughs> what are you doing? And he's hitting these, and, and he's made this beautiful sound of the club just bouncing on the ground. He's not even touching really the turf. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, God, that's close. And, and then we slow mow it, and it's like, and he's like four. No, he's like three feet away, and it's going like six feet above it. I'm like. Oh, you're good. Don't worry about it. And he's like, yeah, look, BC, chill out, man. I'm going way over it. I'm like, Ugh. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh that, is, that is something uh, beautiful. But uh, obviously lots of other things going on. Uh, yeah. You've got, you've got uh, as we talked about with Coach Lubon, you've got the, uh, the Big Ten schedule starting up as well. And, and that's, you know, that's yep. something I think uh, more people are probably going to be tuning in. No disrespect. Uh, to to Michigan State golf than ever before now. I think so. I think, you know, like he said, the coaches have called Casey and said, hey, thanks for adding our tournament and bringing, oh, by the way, you got the U.S. Amateur Champion. Now we're really excited. We're going to get a lot of coverage, yada, 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 everything that goes with it. So You'll get a good pairing. You'll get a good pairing. <laughs> it'll be opposite, it'll be opposite somebody be, at Indiana. Might not be Rom and Matsuyama coming back, but, you know, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's it, it, like I, I think he knows, Sean, that, um, you know, what he's done is – is pretty special. A lot of people, you know, are really looking up to him, and he's got big enough shoulders to handle it. Now, the exciting thing uh, is is to see what's next, not only at Michigan State, but what's next for James Pyatt. I mean, yeah, it, it really is a a sky's the limit thing. I feel guilty talking about it with him. We're so, right here, yeah. We'll just yeah talk no, about but, him. but really, it, it it's the sky's the limit, and I think that's what's so exciting. Yeah, I'm. I mean, there's a peace of mind that okay, we're through that, and I know James just likes to play golf, and he wants to push through this stuff. Come on, come on, can we be done? Let's go. I want to play golf again, and I think once James Pyatt, James gets back out there and he's able to play again, and he gets his comfort level again, it, it just be fine. It's it's fine. He'll do what he does best, just play golf. Great stuff. All right, when we come back, uh, we'll check in uh, with what's going on in the LPGA. I know Mike's always got an eye on that. Let you know about some of the other tournaments happening right now, including one that Jordan just flashed up to me. That we'll talk about when we get back. Final segment of Spin on Golf. So glad you could join us right here on 760 WJR. Oh, that was just awesome having uh, James out here and, and Casey Luban as well. Uh, James has a bright, bright future on the golf course. And I'll tell you what, he is as sharp and savvy as you can imagine. Um, just talking to him, I, I had to talk to these guys during the break. Um, boy, he gets it. Doesn't he, Mike? He just gets it. He, he does. He gets it across the board. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
The joys of Carnoustie, huh? Oh, pain. Oh, Mike. Oh, man. Oh, my I was just, I oh. was discussing on a car the ride. The joys of Carnoustie. The pain of Carnoustie. And introducing the 1999 oh. British Open to my daughter uh, on the ride over uh, today. The Open Championship. Yes. I'm, That's sitting, I'm sitting there 20 feet away from where it hit the railing. Oh. Like, really? Well, I'm like, I walked up front. I go, BC, what are you looking at? He's like intently looking at the, with Zach. Look at the look at the, he's like, she just shanked it twice. And I'm like, what? It's so now all three of us are standing there watching the end of it. Like, oh my. I mean, I know how it feels. I mean, Jordan saw me do yeah, that in a tournament to shank a turn, shank well, I've, tournament I've and lost. There. Yeah. We, we lost tournament shanking it. So we know what it feels like. Not the British open, but. Yeah, go ahead, the Mike. Open the Open. You're right. I can't believe you just God, I can't believe you just it. broke right. your own rule. You're right. It did. Slap me Jeez. again. Thank real, you. Real quick, <laughs> I, when I went over and played, I had the Caddy Master during the time of the 1999. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, he told me the story of why they have John Van Devel's clubs in the golf shop. And it's because... <laughs> The next morning, he called over to his hotel room, and he told them to go throw him in the burn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's why they <laughs> saved him. So that's why everyone that gets to go play Carnoustie gets there. And today, we had a very painful moment again. The AIG Women's Open at Carnoustie uh, was won by Anna Norquist, but there was another player that was tied for her on the last hole, Anna Madsen. And as BC said, we had a hard time on Ooh. 18. That it was, was tough. Yeah, and Stop. she hit her drive okay down the left side. She had a little downhill lie, and she kind of eh, eh, was a good player. You lean on it because there's a berm there. You all, sure. all this stuff goes through your head. Right. And she pushed it off to the right. It was it was a it wasn't a partial hosolectomy, but it was it was close. And then uh, the bunker shot was definitely a knee high hosolectomy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was. That was not cool. I mean, I don't like to see it. I don't no. care even if your opponent. You don't like to see that. You know. I thought she was still going to make the putt. She had about a what twelve footer for bogey. For bogey T two, and she dropped to what T six or T five. Yeah. So and G Lee, Lee had a very fortunate yeah. thing happen to her, right? Because oh. she bounced in into the burn and bounced out. Oh, yep. She could have made a whole bunch, but she only never made know. On the last one. You never know. That's right. I want to. I want to get back to what you said. I feel the exact same. BC. I don't like watching. It bothers my soul. Like I'm not. I'm not being funny because I mean it, I want to cringe and rot. I wanted to go in the back office oh, yeah. and not watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I felt sick to my stomach for. I mean all the stuff that you actually feel. I felt, right. I know what it felt like. And, you know, I didn't, I, like I said, I know that magnitude. I've never felt it, but I know the sickness feeling and the uncontrollability of your body. You can't control your body at that point. Yeah, You're right. really out of, <laughs> you cannot control, you can't it, control it. It's, it's like, crazy. and it's like, what is going on here? And it's scary, but I guarantee you, she will bounce back from it better. Yeah. You know, because she's a good player. She's going right. to bounce back from I, it. I've got a question for you, not to change gears, but looking at the uh, Northern Trust, would you rather sleep on a 60 for one night or two nights before you head into the final yeah, round right. with a with tie for the lead? 60. Yeah, Cam six Smith zero. shot I mean, 60. Like we said in the spring, how many guys shot 61, 62 yeah. six, in the spring in February, March? I mean, it's been like a, this has got to be the best scoring year ever in a PGA Tour. That's Absolutely. all I got to say. When is the last time they just canceled a day ahead of time knowing that they were going to play a whole day later and everybody had the day off? That's amazing. Out in uh, the East Coast yeah. there because yeah. of the hurricane. Liberty National. Yeah, yeah. Liberty right? National, right? 
So yeah. we've got uh, Cam Smith and John Rahm at 16, right? And then we got a bunch of guys. There's a lot of guys in this still. Oh, yeah. Corey Connors, Canadian. There's your boy. Uh, he shot nine under. I don't even know how many days ago it was now, but uh, he's 12 under. So there's Brian a lot Stewart's, of guys in there. Yeah, Stewie's year is over. He missed the cut, but um, congratulations to him. Yeah. Another great year. Yeah. He's going to play again next year. Another full-time job. You know, congrats to him. FedEx, uh, I don't, it's it's updating right now, but, um, you know, Morikawa. I saw some of these guys just flaring. That course is crazy. There's stuff everywhere. everywhere. Either you're making birdie or eagle, or you're making bogey X. or triple. Yeah, it's a weird Like, place. Rom chipped it into the water yesterday. Yep. Just greenside, whoop, chipped it over in the water. And then, uh, was it Morikawa or Shoffley? Just fanned it way right. And then, uh, what's his... Face, um, uh, sorry, I'm forgetting his name. Um, the third, Varner, the third. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was seven or eight under last hole, out of bounds, yeah, makes yeah. triple. He was one shot out of the lead. I, I mean, I just watched 15 minutes of it, and that's all I saw. All that stuff, it was crazy. Yeah. What is it about that course? It's not much room. No, yeah. I mean, you're talking about 290 yard par fours, land and trying to land it on this tabletop. And if you do, you got a 10 footer for two. Yeah. And if you don't, you're making five or six. Yeah. Weird, so, weird place. Quirky, weird yeah. place. It, you know, where, where is it? Mm, pretty cool place. Yeah. I mean, it's really a cool place. But, yeah, the golf course may be quirky in its own right. But, hey, they're all doing it. They're and we're going top place. 70, right? Yeah. Top 70. And Varner's 72 right now. But I think he'll move up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, projected here. But uh, I'm sure he'll be all right. So the Northern Trust will wrap up uh, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll be keeping an eye on that, talking about it next week. Always like to ask you guys what you have going on this week. POW. Well. Oh, yeah. How could I forget that? Mike? This is the final POW. Shame on me. And I got one. Oh, right. well, of course you've got one. Why wouldn't you? One. Let me tell you what. Oh, let me, boy. Let me, let me enter my mode. Oh, no, don't get into that grumpy, crowley, <laughs> crazy you know what? MMA. or. Uh, you know what? Enough of... We can't get the product. We can't do oh, this. No, we can't no, get no. your driver till February. You know what? Man up, golf companies. Man up. And let's go. Let's catch up. <laughs> this is human freaking greed that is slowing us down. Let's catch up. Let's go. Someone's got to have some yank and some pull in this world. It's Come product. On. It's everything. It's not just the golf. I don't care. Stuff. Golf is above it, Mike. We're <laughs> above this. <laughs> We're sorry. elite. We're better than Punk this. Punk of the week is COVID. Punk of the week is COVID. Definitely COVID. This yeah. is bull crap. Knock it Punk off. You're screwing us up. Punk of the year, not week. Punk get of get the it life. out of here. I'm oh, done with gosh. it. I'm out. Jeez. What do you got going on this week, bud? Oh, I am very, very busy over at Walnut Creek. That's all good. <laughs> Can you yeah. say that all right? Very, very. I can't <laughs> even say No, got some really good stuff going on this week over there. Good. Just teaching a bunch. Good, good, yeah. good. Jordan? Um, I'm taking the day off tomorrow, so I'm only teaching four lessons tomorrow. But it'll be in the evening. Yeah, uh, but I'm going to try to get some work done in the morning at home and then a full week ahead after that. Good. So, yeah. BC? I got to play with um, this guy, Carlos Franco and Keith Clearwater Tuesday to try to get in the ally. Oh, yeah. That's I'm going to try to just throw them change-ups all day. I'm going to do. I'm gonna hit it short on purpose this week. <laughs> <laughs> <But>, change-ups. <laughs> anybody that plays with BC gets a change-up. Do you know how crooked he hit it? Do you know how good his short game is? Do you know how good he putts? I go. Yes, yes, and yeah. darn right, yes. 
all the above. Obviously, yeah. you don't know very well. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Hopefully, you know, hope they have a good week up at the Ally this week. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. All right, uh, listen, we got to get out of here. Many thanks, uh, Jeff Marcero. Uh, we always appreciate Jeff, uh, Nick Roddy, uh, James Pyatt, Casey Luban. Uh, of course, the one, the only Mr. Parsons. He's yes, Mr. Sir. Parsons to me. Uh, Eric Dorch back at the 760 WJR studio. Uh, for the boys, my name is Sean Belegian. Thank you so much for joining us for another edition of Spin on Golf. We'll talk to you next week right here, 7 o'clock, for Spin on Golf on 760 WJR. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs>